I think I should I think I should change my hat, man, because <laughs> kinda of wearing the same thing, you know. Yeah. Same mask. Yeah. They've been doing good though. Have you have you been, have you been uh watching the game? Yeah, uh one that upset me was the Angels. The six to zero. That was yeah. tough, bro. That was tough. Dang has been going hard though. Stupid. He's Stupid. Going crazy. That last home run he did the last game, like like that was a game winning point, right? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, two two homer walk off. That was, that was his like well the first homer was his first his his first professional like home run, right? Yeah. And after yeah. that it was like game on. His parents were there still that was pretty Oh uh, that's probably like like a blessing for him to be like, yeah, man, mom, sure. dad, I did it. I did my first home run, and that was probably like, hell yeah, Sandlot to now, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's... From the sands to yeah, now. Yeah, like, now you're in the dirt, playing with the Kings. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. Let's go ahead and get started with the intro. Welcome back to Go Hard Podcast. I'm Earl Snowell. We have guest DJ Paul. What up, what up? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I appreciate it, bro, for having me on here. It's a blessing to be here with you guys. For sure. Uh, salute to everybody watching, paying attention to the podcast. What up, y'all? What up? Go Hard Podcast. Tell us, tell us a little bit about you. What's uh, going on right now? Man, uh, I just finished doing uh, a whole bunch of projects, man, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I stay busy. It's a, it's a blessing to be blessed with many opportunities in the city of Houston, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, I can keep naming a whole bunch of cities. Man. Atlanta. Uh, what you got in Atlanta? Atlanta, I got a show called Atlanta Truck Invasion, bro. It was for my dog, Shot by Costa. I don't know if you, you know him. Yeah. He's, he's a hell of a videographer here in Houston. He does a lot of stuff for a whole bunch of people that we have on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, the dude's work is phenomenal, bro. You know, videographer for the majority, you know, the, of the truck game, car game out here in Houston. And now, out there in different cities, people hit this dude up and he's there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's filming everybody, man. Shout out to Augusta, what up, Dal? Shout out to him. Uh, yeah, well, I'm out there in Atlanta, June, uh, I think, I believe it's June uh, 11th, if I'm not mistaken, bro. But I'll be out there, man, this is my second year. They, they want to be back just because of the way I host, the way I DJ, the way I you know, talk to the people and, you know, involve myself with the crowd is something that I do I'm pretty heavy at, you know what I'm saying? I guess that's what separates me from being the typical DJ, the typical host. Uh, to many shows, not just, you know, whatever it is. But uh, also this weekend, I got Texas Hold'em. Shout out to Texas Hold'em. Man. Nice. I've been at it since the beginning, bro. How many, how many people out there? Man, uh, it's averaging, bro. It can be thousands, man. Like, you know, there's always footwork coming in. It, it's, you know, to give or take, maybe 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 people. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, it's a it's a hell of a show. Sometimes you know some of these shows get fifteen thousand people. Like you know, it, it's just how everything goes and works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so let's say you go to Texas Hold'em, and like, are you on a big stage or how is that normally like a, a big shows like this? So a lot of people don't know this side of DJ Paul. I also rent, uh, rent sound stage, lighting, LED screens, and uh, the whole nine yards. Uh, we've been at this for a long time, bro. Me and my pops, yeah, me and my pops actually run the whole stage, the whole sound, the whole lighting, LED screens at the shows. Uh, we pretty much run for a lot of people, bro, but that's one of the shows that we do run for, you know what I'm saying? Can you do, like, big artists? Yeah, yeah, we've done... Like, try this stuff? Man, uh... Or, like, could, could you do, like, do you have... I've done stuff for, for Juan Sebastian. I've done stuff for Lupio Rivera. 
uh, San Juan and Lisa Robles, their uncles of mine. Uh, La Lienda, which are cousins of mine too, uh, and Junior. That's, that's uh, my second cousin, man. Uh, we've done stuff for uh, Trade the Truth, Trade Day, back in the days as well. Uh, B.O.B., T.I., uh, of course, T-Pain, Trey, of course. Uh, I can name various artists, man, but, you know, I got a long resume, man, and it's a blessing to be able to be, you know, in front or even on the side of these guys to work with some of the other DJs that are real cool with me here. Right. It's, it's pretty dope, man. It's pretty dope. That's a lot of networking. Oh, a lot, a lot definitely, man. Like, you run into people and you're just shooting the shit with them and talking yeah. and, you know, getting to know them, getting their... You know, contact info and you know just all that. Yeah, man, it's that's, it's, that's, it's that's like you said, man. It's a networking, bro. Like it's it's tough. It's now these days. It's not what you know. It's who you know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. That one who can get you somewhere. You know what I'm saying? That one who can take you up. Yeah, for sure, man. So that's that's definitely something. But again, uh, at Texas Hold'em, I'm on, I'm on stage. Of course, uh, Texas Hold'em just said, hey, we're gonna get you, Paul. You know somebody that does say sound like. I said, you know what? It's my pops. My pops does that. Uh, I'm his partner, you know, shout out to my pops, Pablo, DJ Central, we've been in business for like 22 plus years, pops. yeah, man, uh, that's my rock, man, that's my, that's like, you know what I'm saying, my backbone to this DJ game, bro, yeah. like seriously, man, if it wasn't for him, I would never touch the turntable. What's he a, what's he a DJ? Man, it's crazy that you asked that, bro, uh, before any of this ever occurred, DJ Paul, DJ sent to the store, uh, him having the stage sound lighting and all that, uh, I can take you back to the 80s, bro. Uh, of course, I wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah. The early 80s, I guess, because a lot of people don't know my age, man. But, yeah. you know, uh, between me and you, my dad, uh, you know, as I, I stated, my dad had uncles already in the game, the music game. And uh, uh, he was in a, uh, my dad's uncle was in a band called Los Tremendos Gavilanes. Back in the days, uh, you're talking about, before the 80s, even that, that, you know, I just bring up the 80s because it's, yeah. it's going to them. But uh, uh, he was. Uh, yeah, on purpose? Uh, I, maybe, maybe. I mean, uh, probably back in those times, I don't think tour buses were even the big thing. It, it was a band or somebody's truck, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, brought up, you brought up the band, and my grandpa had a band. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's called Los Farsantes de Norte, and he, uh, he had a bus. Yeah. Like a, a big bus. Yeah, and yeah. He just sold it like three years ago. Like Big Bertha from Selena. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Selena was yeah, a big one. Yeah. And yeah. We got one of those now, man. It's that brought cool. me back. Yeah. So yeah, my, my dad's uncle was Salomon Prado, which, uh, may he rest in peace, you know, but that was the opening to our, you know, music game. And um, he's the one that opened the doors to many of the new artists here, out, you know, from, you know, back in the days till now. And when I talk about back in the days, you know, the, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, he, he paved a, a big way. And, uh, you know, it's it, music just evolved. And then, you know, my dad had his cousins that made it in the game as well. And uh, uh, we come from a Christian background, bro. So I'm not afraid to say that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of yeah. people are always hiding that side. I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect Christian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, through him, I know I'm perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but just to fast forward a little bit, man, uh, my pops and his brothers, uh, they were big in the game, in the Christian game, bro. Like, seriously, they were like the Backstreet Boys or the NSYNC or the, you know, we want to go further. They were like most bookies in the Christian music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, That's before uh, my time. But yeah, yeah, man, the, 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 the 80s movement for my pops and his brothers was super big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were those guys, you know, that everybody wanted to be in the Christian game. They opened, 
for so many, you know, they opened so many people's doors because of the way that they created music. So my dad was an actual musician, you know what I'm saying? He can play keyboard, he can play bass, guitar. Could he sing? Yeah. I mean, in those days, I'm, I guess, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I heard some of their albums and they were big, bro. I mean, when, when I tell you these guys were traveling from, you know, the hood of Houston to go out Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Dallas, uh, up north Chicago, like, bro, they were doing that. Yeah. And that's before the times of now the Christian music is so different, you know what I'm saying? But they're the ones that opened that sound, that quality for everybody else, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's, you know, my pops was big in the music industry. Then, of course, we popped out, you know, uh, a lot of us popped out in the uh, early 80s and then 90s. And then, of course, it was a big old family, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So uh, then my pops went to, uh, you know, doing carpet. Uh, that was a big uh, situation in my life as well, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what do you mean doing? Like installing? Installing carpet. Okay, okay. He was like one of the best installers of whole Houston from what they they told me as, you know, as I was growing up, you know, yeah. we're the, the only Mexicans, bro, in like 80s, 90s, early 90s, in a carpet giant. The best installers there was, my pops was it, you know what I'm saying? He asked the owner and the manager at that time, that don't be like, man, we could have him back, you know what I'm saying? But it just shows you, like, musicians lose, bro, and they gain, you know, and then they lose again, they gain. And same with the DJ game, bro, same thing, you know, after my pops, uh, you know, we, we took some heavy tolls in life, because uh, again, I'm, I'm I'm showing you how I became DJ Paul. You know all yeah. this. You know how they say the universe works in a certain way. Well, yeah. I believe in God makes things you know work for a certain reason. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, my parents got divorced. I was young. My pops was you know single parent. My mom was out there single parent. You know what I'm saying? And uh, with that divorce came music, man. My dad you know joined another band, but it wasn't Christian this time. It was hey man, I used to like that type of music back in the days, but. Our Christian mom's called, uh, or our grandma's called Musica del Mundo, <laughs> which is like, wow, like, why would y'all call it world, world music? But yeah. I understand it, you know, it's cool, whatever. Um, after that, my dad, you know, was the, uh, well, became a DJ through that group, you know what I'm saying? Just pre pressing play and pause, and it is what it is. He was taking classes from a homie, uh, you know, and uh, boom, you know what I'm saying? He came, come to the late 90s, and my pops was, you know, he started getting equipment from Mexico. Uh, and selling it, reselling it here in Houston. You know, what I'm saying uh, park hands were a big thing. You know, you ever seen those big old park hand fishing lights? Uh, there was maybe like 10, 15, 16 of those per side for these groups. If I if I have seen them, I don't yeah, know bro, I'll show you later on after, after the podcast or whatever, man. Yeah. But uh, it was something big back in the days. You know, what I'm saying there were like big old fish can lights, bro, a thousand watts each light. Imagine you would yeah. need sixteen. You would need the main breakers in order to turn this thing on. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So uh, it was, you know. 16,000 watts of pure light. Imagine the heat you were creating for both of these things. Well, my dad was smart enough. He got one of my uncles in Mexico and they started making those and reselling into the companies or the groups out here. Yeah. And my dad said, hey, this is going pretty good. Should I just, you know, keep going? You know, the carpet stuff's cool. My dad already had got divorced, you know, still was happening. Yeah. And, you know, my dad made this a business, bro. Like, 99, he said, you know what, screw it. I'm gonna make a DBA. Uh, let's call it, um, uh, I think it was Peregrino DJ was named after the, their band in the 80s, the Christian Peregrinos. It was called Grupo Peregrino. And after that, you know, it became, you know what, I just want to call it something different because not everybody's Christian, man, and they don't really know what Peregrino means, you know what I'm saying? So my pop said, hey, Wait, what's, what's, what does that mean? so uh, 
if I recall, I don't remember too much, but I know that you know the Bible stands for a person that walks to teach the teachings of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So it's a person that travels far and does their thing. You know what I'm saying? Like a disciple? Kind of something like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But uh, for me to tell you, bro, like like it was, it's it's you know, for for my pops to tell me like. We said, man, dude, he's wrote down like maybe 20 names, man. Like, <laughs> somewhere around there. And I was yeah. like, damn, man, like, you got your head working pretty good. You know what I'm saying? And then I remember a couple of days later, he just, hey, Miko, come here. And I'm like, all right, cool, what's up? I came down to these three names. And uh, uh, I remember he called it the Central of DJs or the Central of DJs or DJ Central, which is the name, you know, that yeah. came up. And, uh, I said, you know what, Pops, DJ Central sounds badass. It's not DJ Center, it's not DJ whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's not Central the DJs. Yeah. Like, it's an all-around like, name, DJs. It's an American all-around known name, you know what I'm saying? For Stanford Disc Jockey. And then Central means Center, you know what I'm saying? So it's like DJ Center, cool, dope, let's do it. Boom, my dad comes back, it's like, we got the DBA, only for like 16 bucks, 10 bucks, or I don't know what it was at that time for, to get a DBA. Yeah. I got the, you know, the tax ID and everything. I was like, oh, crap. You know, my dad's really working on this. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, he's moving. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to go this far. He's going hard. Yeah, so <laughs> he went from there, man. He uh, he ended up getting the name, and, uh, you know, he said, screw it. One of my uncles worked down the street at Parker Music, which is no longer there. It's called, um, uh, man, I forgot what it's called now, but it was Parker Music. Everybody used to go there, Selena, you know, La Mafia. You can name artists, bro, from back in the days, Nino, Nevada. Everybody used to stop there because, yeah. My uncle was, was the salesman that took care of the Latinos, you know what I'm saying? So my uncle would sell him boats and said, hey, man, I'll give it to you at cost as long as you pay him. Like, you know, we sell it for this much, try to see what you can sell it for. And boom, it happened. It was like, groups started coming, bro, out of nowhere. Like, oh, snap. Like, my dad's making, you know, sales of 50 lights or bulbs or whatever for, you know, uh, Anywhere profit five to ten dollars a piece, like you know, that's some bread from back in the days in '99. You know what I'm saying? So after that, I said, man, you know what? While I'm DJing with this group, he was already kind of breaking off of it. He already had bought his first set of uh, small deck turntables. And he was like, you know what, Miko, let's go to the spot. You know, you can play around with it. See, you know, we're going to a wedding. Help me DJ. Just you know, press. You know, you know the hot songs. You know, yeah. you're the young one here. But I was only about like nine, ten years old at a wedding, at my homie's wedding. And I was like, man, dude, like. What do I do? You know what I'm saying? Back then, uh, you know, the not late '90s, maybe the early 2000s, was what was heavy was like techno music, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all that crap. Like it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like those were the days, man. Music was music still. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, if you were Latino, you had a you had a rock with Ricky Martin, the <laughs> Inside Inside Out song back in the days, and you had yeah, another, yeah, yeah, like the World Cup theme, and you know that. Uh, Man, it, it was a hell of a song, bro. But I remember I played it, bro, and everybody started getting crunk. It was the way. Look, 19 year old DJ. I said, Watch out, Dad. I turned it up. Everything's going red and shit. You know what I'm saying? But I remember that day, like yesterday, man. It was at a, at a hotel, and I was helping my pops, man. And I was so young, man. I was like, Man, I had everybody. That day, I knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I want to I wanna become something. Fast forward, uh, say, two years later, I was 11. Uh, my dad already had got the storefront for DJ Central, and. Um, of course, that's when we're dealing with name changing and everything. And, uh, it's still, it's still the same spot. Same spot, man. Same spot right there, about forty-five in Gulf Bank, somewhere in that area, right across the street from Chase Bank. Yeah. Um, but we've been there for twenty-two years, bro. Just wow. To show you, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when my dad became, you know, who he was, I mean, it was like, hey, bro, it's time for you to come up with what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Because your pops has a store. You only have a certain amount of money coming in. 
start reaching out to DJs, man, and figure out what you can do. And sure enough, my dad was doing that, bro. You know what I'm saying? My dad was doing that. Uh, again, fast forward two years later, uh, my dad had bought this new um, turntable that came out. Uh, it was like CD decks, you know? Uh, uh, it was so dope, bro. Like, my dad had everything there. Um, I remember, I remember before he bought that, I'll take it back a little bit, my bad. Uh, I remember I, my dad had bought me this little effect thing, man. It was like uh, the brand Alessis. Mm -hmm. It was about, say, yeah, this big, man. Say about, I mean, you know, six inches by eight, nine, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. just an air effect thing. My first party I DJ for, bro, I was like 10, 10 and a half, maybe, somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> bro, I brought a CD disc changer, bro, <laughs> to my homie Joseph's sister's party, bro, in the hood. And I was like, bro, I'm a DJ. And I'm like, oh, shit, we got a DJ. Like, DJ Paul, you know what I'm saying? Back then I was DJ Lil Paul for those that don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so dope, bro. Like, you know, it was just effects, bro. Like, it, it was like a big old sensor about that big in, in the block. And I connected that to a disc changer, bro. Yeah. And think about it. How is this dude going to mix? I don't know. That, you know, I needed a freaking mixer, bro. My mixer was turning up the knob and turning it down and closed. And then you come back and change the, the CD or the damn song. You know what I'm oh, saying? So it's like. Imagine DJ, you know, I remember the first song I played was, uh, I don't know if you remember the song, uh, or, or the artist, Petey Pablo. Yeah, Pablo. The song that was, uh, nah, man, oh. before that. That was like, <laughs> North Carolina, come on and raise up, take a shot up. Yeah, nah, but, I don't know. Awesome. So, that was like, that song right there was what opened for Petey, though. Petey yeah. Pablo was the shit like that, you know? And, uh, man, bro, like, I kid you not, man, like, like that song there had me so crunk, bro. That was like my, my little jump at that time, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, uh. I remember we, we, we said, screw it, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, boom, boom, boom. That's how word got wrong in school. No, you know, I'm in intermediate school, like five, <laughs> or like fifth, fifth grade, you know, fifth, sixth grade. People were like, man, Paul's a DJ now, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, snap, like, let's go higher in school. <laughs> After that, fast forward back to what I was telling you, uh, the two years later, I officially became DJ Lil Paul. You know what I'm saying? It, it, was, it was crazy, bro. Like, like your name? Yeah. Was known yeah. As DJ Lil Paul, because yeah. my dad's Pablo, you know, and he was just Paul, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I was like, hey, look at Lil Paul, like, that's what I was known for. So I was like, DJ Lil Paul, it all made sense. So, right there, man, this when, when when I go back to my dad, he had about this certain turntable stuff, you know, it was a CD deck top, you know, nobody really liked him back in the days, because the turntable was still a thing, and, and you know, early 90s, yeah. late 90s, early 2000s for the real technique heads, you know what I'm saying, the real turntables. And I was just like, man, bro, I want turntables, but my dad said, in order for you to learn, you have to learn first what you gotta do on each one of these. I'll leave it there. You're not gonna break it. Just press play or rewind or whatever you want to press. Any button, it's not gonna mess up. You're just telling it what to do. You know what I'm saying? Just like everything else. Like when you drive a car, you put it to drive, you know, it's gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with this, bro. So I remember it was uh, I was eleven years old. I was just like, I was sweating, bro, like Man, what if my dad thinks I messed it up? He said it wasn't going to break, so it's time to push buttons. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Started pushing buttons, I figured out what was what, bro. I was like, oh crap. So my dad goes, I'm seeing you getting the, the hang of it. Figure out what this does. Figure out what this does. Figure out what this does. Then he was teaching me mixture wise. Yeah. Then the pitch wise. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's faster or slower. Then there was some things, some new thing called lock. And like, bro. Like, after that, it was like, boom, boom, boom. You know, I've I been fifth and sixth grade DJing maybe uh, three to six parties a year, you know what I'm saying, to, like, going into middle school DJing to, like, 15s and weddings 
at a young age, bro, I was young, you know what I'm saying? Think about it, 11 to 15 years old, you're young, doing all these, and bro, when I tell you, I had my middle school, my high school parties, you know what I'm saying, uh, the house parties. Where was that at? Uh, what, what, uh, what so, high school? So, so in middle school, I went to Stonewall Middle School, bro, it was on airline in the hood, bro, right there, about, in the Alden District, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's where I grew up at, man. And, uh, man, I, I remember, like, people hit me up, like, man, dog, you got a DJ at a party, bro, you're cold, and I'm like, I was like, man, I'm, I, I'm nowhere near cold because I was over here looking up to the OGs. We brought that up earlier, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, the movement that I was doing at that age, and, uh, you know, again, we just talked about this. Uh, I don't like to sound cocky in any type of way, bro. I like being very, very humble as much as I can, and I thank God for where I'm at now. You know, uh, I had older guys looking up to me, bro, asking me, hey, bro, how do you do this? How do you do that? Asking me for questions, asking me how to do this, do that. Don't get me wrong, I didn't know everything, but... I knew how to do stuff that they didn't know. And they knew stuff that I didn't know. So I said, hey, I need this information for me first. You know what I'm saying? I want to gather every OG that I can think of and soak all that money in. And I call it money, bro, because all that made me money. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, that's what I say knowledge is power. Because without knowledge, you won't get nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So I was soaking up all their game, giving them my game. I would ask every single one of them, did you get it down? Nah, man, I still haven't got to it. I got work. And I'm like, man, what are these guys doing with their life? You know what I'm saying? But now that I'm older, I understand now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, um. What, what was that though? Like, what did they share with you? Did man. They share, like, little, like, if, if I can get into details, bro, like, like. You can give us a little like, detail, not like too much, too much. Like, yeah, like, like, if anything, same thing, like, they would teach me, hey, bro, we'll cut the song off here, put the song right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with courses going in and out. You know, say don't try to overlap too much on songs or try to put too much, you know, um, effects on it. That was big because the fake game came out and everybody's like, oh my God, buttons, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I was soaking up all that game, bro, like, you know. And how, how old were you, uh, how old were you when well, they uh, reached out to you? Well, again, my dad's shop opened in 2000, bro, and this is uh, circa, we're talking about, you know, uh, what, 2000 to 2007? I was still in school, like transitioning from middle school to high school. So, you know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, bro, like, I got these cats that worked on, back in the days, it was, you know, Party 1049 days, 1007, the house party, uh, 98.5. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, yeah. I was rocking with Homie Marco, I was rocking with uh, Jamming Freaky J, I was jamming with Overdose Kool Aid. Shout out to them, man. They're Christian now, man. They're heavy in the game. Uh, shout out to a lot of people, man, that, like, you know, uh, your uncle, man, like, they would put me on, too. Yeah. He was like, bro, I really don't need to tell you nothing, man. Like, <laughs> I salute you, man. Like, yeah. you're doing it. And, like, you know, homie DJ Eminem that, you know, I don't know where he's at now, man. But salute to you. You're watching, bro. Uh, uh, he disappeared on me, man. I don't know where he's at. It's crazy. Like, he was one of the ones that, you know, was like, man, bro, I, I don't even know what to teach you anymore. Like, you're... I'm trying to learn from you now. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, are you serious? Are you playing with me? Like, yeah. you know, I got mad at, at a certain point. I was like, dog, are y'all just telling me this because I'm younger? I really want to know. Can I keep up with y'all? Yeah. And that's when I found out, like, bro, I'm, we're telling you straight up. Like, damn. And uh, through him, I met so many other DJs. Your uncle, you know, a whole bunch of OGs from Northside, Southside, Southside DJ, Goofy County DJs. That's, that's another homie of mine. Anyway, he's more of a brother to me, man. Uh, he, put, he put me on. He... He had me DJing at spots too that I wasn't even supposed to be DJing at, bro. <laughs> Club Liquid back in the days, bro. I was MCing too with him, and I was about 17, 16, bro. DJing wow. at 20, 21 and up clubs, 18 and up clubs, you know, eight, ladies 18 and up everywhere, 21 and up for men. Like, bro, it was crazy. But, man, dog, like, 
Yeah. Do you, do you think you grew up like uh, faster than somebody else who didn't DJ? Definitely. Or didn't have that, you know? Yeah, most definitely, man. Uh, I remember one day where they told me, "Hey, man, we got this spot. If you go down 45 now, it's called Chulas. I think it's on Richie on the left, or Ranky on the right, left, right? Chulas. And this is like a Wings and Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So." Uh, used to be called Tokyo Hana. It was like a, a Tokyo Hana. There you go. Uh, it was like a hibachi spot. The newest thing, you know what I'm saying? Other than Mini Hana back in the days. Like, yeah. I was like, damn, bro. I was DJing for like 25 to 30-something-year-olds, like 40-year-olds. Like, yo, rock with my music, bro. Like, I was just playing that shit from 97.9, one, uh, you know, 104.9. And people were really rocking with me, bro. I was like, damn, like, I'm really am making noise because everybody was talking about me. I was the only, like, youngster mixing in fifth only bodies to back that ass up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were like, damn, this dude's going in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, bro, I created that style of myself because, like, again, I gained so much knowledge from everybody else. Nobody taught me how to DJ. Just nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, remember what I told you guys is that my pops put something in front of me. He said, hey, you can use this and that's what it is. You know, I, I had plenty of opportunities where I got, you know, my first set of turntables. That's what I started on, bro. And it was heavy. I was, I was like the youngest dude carrying crates, milk crates, bro. Yeah. But like six, seven crates, bro, by myself. You know what I'm saying? At these parties. Going, going to the turntables, like, how did you see, you know, the brands of turntables and, like, you know, technology? How, how was that when you first started to how it is now? You know, like, is it the same? The, the, the evolution is definitely, the evolution of turntablism, period, man, has, uh, how can I say this, man? It's, it's, it's upgraded itself, and it downgraded itself as well. Mm. Like if it ain't real turntables, bro, no needles. I don't want it, man. Like yeah. it's, it's it's like so precise. Like now they got all this new stuff, man. And I I got it. You know what I'm saying? Just because hey, if I rock with it, I rock with it. There's certain new things that like ain't no other better fitting than that turntable, bro. Like you touch that turntable, that needle's gonna read that door. You know what I mean? Real quick. Just notice how much of a difference compared to something more digital. It's going to be like, oh, a latency by 0.1 milliseconds or yeah, something. Yeah, and it's 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 crazy, bro. They still sell them. They still sell like older. Um, they got new upgraded styles now, mm -hmm. uh, but they're not digital. So that's what I like about them. You know, Pioneer oh, okay. came out with some. Uh, a couple other people came out with some. Techniques try to redrop some other real expensive ones were were that were so stupid in price for no reason. Yeah, but you know. Uh, they stopped making them at a certain point, bro. And it was crazy because um, Panasonic makes Techniques, man, which is their OG turntables that everybody wants and wanted back in the days as well. And I'm a proud owner of some too, man. So it's like, damn, like we got those and you really rock on those turntables. You're a DJ, bro. I mean, shout out to the DJs that can do the little play and pause and everything on digital. Yeah. Once you get on this seriously, like, real turntable, bro, it's a whole different story. Not many DJs can do that, bro. Yeah, can, can you, like... Can you go somewhere and point out like a good DJ? Oh good yeah, DJ, most definitely. Uh, yeah, not all there. Yeah, man. Or like, less experience. Yeah, yeah. Most I kind of got what you were saying, but yeah, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been to spots where, I, like, it's crazy that you say this with a couple of friends, family. You know, uh, they say, "Hey, man, did you hear that?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm just like, "It wasn't all there." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, but he's good. But he messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. we're just our own critics, bro. Like, yeah. 
if if just say for instance you're DJ such and such, and I'm like, hey, I'm DJ Paul. Everybody knows, yeah. you know that DJs look at other DJs and say, oh, let me see what he got. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I ran into a couple DJs that intimidate you, like, oh snap. But oh, really? I tell a lot of people, like, hey, bro, that just shows you that you got to work on a couple things. You know what I'm saying? But don't ever forget your style, where you came from, and how you started. That made you look into this game. Yeah. Don't make that as a DJ change your 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 perspective into the game. My bad, I got gun. I should have mm-hmm. it up. But, uh, but yeah, bro, like like I see it, and I'm like, damn man, like you know what I'm saying? Like I can again, I'm, I'm that DJ that can bust out with La Chona and come into like some bad boy <laughs> shit and come back to like some gangster shit and just yeah. be like, damn, this dude went everywhere and out of nowhere, Cumbia comes out. You're like, oh snap, like then country. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people see what country can you know can do, yeah. especially you know. On Instagram, you know, you see everything now, bro. So it's like, mm-hmm. damn, bro. Like, these DJs are going hard, some way, somehow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and they're trying to make uh, evolution of sounds, bro. That's what really what it is, man. You ever uh, like try to make some music up and put on TikTok? Man, you know what? Somebody asked me that the other day. They're like, Paul, you should do this, you should do that. I'm like, man, because like you hear like all these remixes, like that new sick and <laughs> sick music that just cold, bro. <laughs> and then like, all this, you know, like. Even reels, yeah, know, and it's music. I'm like, what the? Yeah, like stuff that you would never think that would go together. Like, <laughs> exactly, it sounds good. Yeah, and yeah. Like, when you put it with the, I mean, when you put it with the video, and it goes, it just hits like perfectly, right? It just hits, you know, good. Yeah, know? man. Like, uh, I've had my own share of my own remixes and shit. People are like, oh, you should record that. You should record that. It's a badass mashup, but that's a badass, you know, uh, mix. You know, that's yeah. just steady going. Like, just do it, bro. Like, man. Uh, it's not like we can copyright this shit, you know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. can use it and mm-hmm. everybody's gonna be like, well, who did that? Like, at the end of the day, what's just these two songs mixed together? Like, the DJ won't get that credit unless you're really popping, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Vegas DJ or Say Prince, like, they're sick music. Everybody knows, you know, Say Prince is one of my favorite ones is that, uh, that Peaches by Justin Bieber, dog, with that, uh, uh, that What Is Love by J Lo and, uh, Ja Rule. That yeah. shit is dope, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm like, damn! <laughs> it brought me, like, the new school, bringing me back to the old school, and yeah. then. You know what I'm saying? His his um, recordings of his of his actual singing voice on like the weekend. I'm yeah, like, that's the weekend or that yeah, is. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, crazy. And I mean, that just shows you, bro. Like we look into stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm down with some of those. You know, like, but to us, it's like that's like our, our little hype type of you know put in, and then boom, you go hard as you as a DJ. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, man, most there. What um, go on, let's go back to the. You know how you started in uh, DJ and stuff like that. Yeah. What, so what was the brand you started with? Like the that little piece, yeah. That little piece. The I don't even know what it's the, called. It was like an Air Effects thing, man. It was called okay. this is Air Effects, if I'm not mistaken. It was A I R F X, and the, the the company that made it, man, was Alessis. Okay. Uh, a lot of people call Alessis, Alessis, uh, you know, it's Alessis, whatever, you know. Uh, it was that man, but my actual turntables were a set of techniques and my Newmark CDN 88. I remember like yesterday, bro. Yeah. And uh, I just went from there, man. I mean, things came and new stuff came out. You know, again, I was big in the, I was big in the sales industry because of my pop shop. You know, what I'm saying I was getting to test out the new stuff that I thought that would, you know, bang. And bro, I was selling the crap out of it. You know, if people see me on it, they wanted it. So that was dope for me. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Uh, you ever had? A, you ever had a? A nine to five job, man. Yeah, I did. My first job was at uh, on Veterans Memorial, bro. Diamond Car Wash. Everybody used to go there, bro. If 
you didn't go there, your parents or somebody's uncle Tia went there. It was a, it was that spot, and after that, it was um, Fry's Electronics on 45 West Road. That was like, my oh my god, I got a job. You know what I'm saying? I wore a suit, maybe not even a suit, bro, but just like a collar shirt with with a well, no, back then it was like slacks, some nice shoes, like some Stacey Adams, I guess. But I just I ended up buying some, you know, throw it off brand or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, when you're that young and you're don't care, you're just like, you know, buy whatever shoes I can, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody used to go to Grease Point, get some Stacey Adams or some, you know, some Indio shoes, I think he said that, you know what I'm saying? You know, I used to buy them to the square top, like, hey, yeah, the real pony ones. Like, uh, bought that, and then I bought a collar shirt from Express, it was so dope. I was like, damn, I'm, I'm going to become something now. The price of the Tronics, $7.95 an hour, I'm like, hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my, like, actual first legit job, bro, with, you know, with, Check and everything, bro. IRS taking my money and everything. Yeah. That was it, bro. What was your What was your last official job? What was your last like job before you started doing DJ full time? Be honest with you, bro. Like I always never left my dad's shop, never until COVID. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying COVID was real big. It hit our family pretty tough. You know, what I'm saying? any any. I I think I don't even care if you're a millionaire, bro. I know everybody else some type of money because. Oh yeah, I think every business. I think every business investor got hit some yeah. type of way. Yeah, so, I mean, thank God we had some good money saved up, but I mean, once you start paying your house bills, you know what I'm saying, like your light water and everything, every week, you know, uh, your groceries, uh, essential, bro, you know, let's just be on, on point, essential, yeah. like, you know, you have everything you could want, you have the money, you have everything, but then you start paying rent for that location that you're in, plus yeah. a warehouse. Plus, you know, the mer- merchandise that you owe on. Like, people were putting a halt to it, some people weren't. They didn't give a damn because they needed to eat too. You know what I'm saying? So, they put a halt on rent? Nah, man. Damn. And we're all right on. on. For a lot of people that know, uh, say, for instance, like, my homie exclusive, man. I know he has a badass location right there off of uh, uh, my homie Louie. Yeah. Uh, I call him Louie, by the way. His name's Louis, guys. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Everybody knows that's commercial area, bro. So they oh, tax yeah. you, bro, for any property, whether it's yeah. bought or even rent. And of course, you know we're saving up to uh, buy our own um, our own property to build. But COVID stopped it, bro, and it sucks, bro. So we had to close down at least the office, bro. We took a. It was more of a real sentimental thing. Think about it, like twenty-two years in yeah, the office. Exactly. Plus, you know, now we're running out of the warehouse, which we can. It's cool, whatever. But. Um, you know, having a storefront compared to an actual, you know, warehouse just with, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. You know, we had, comp- you know, compressed so much into one spot. We're still dealers, don't get me wrong. We're still, you know, selling all the excess equipment and all that. But now it's like more exclusive. Like, hey, bro, if you really need it, we'll order it for you. But if it ain't stock, it ain't stock just because yeah. of all the import-export situation. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it's, it's <clears throat> it got tough. You know, we're getting back on our feet. You know, we, we've, we've never really sunk. Uh, we never really uh, lost it all, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like my pops kept going, man. I don't know. You know, they say our parents work in mysterious ways, man. And uh, now that I'm a parent, you know, like I figured out, like, damn, man, we do the impossible possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, tell a lot of people that the word is itself impossible. It really means I'm possible if you spread out the words correctly. You know what I'm saying? I like so that it's one. like, yeah. it's like, bro, it's like nothing's impossible in this world, bro. Everybody has the same opportunities to wake up every morning and win. You know what I'm saying? You wake up and you're screwing up in life, there's a possibility and you have some way to be, some type. It just, 
it takes you to make that happen. It takes you to get that push. It's like drinking a, a <clears> monster <throat> and making you go or have that Red Bull wings, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what really hit me, man, because uh, don't get me wrong, bro, the DJ business wasn't all fun and games in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Or in the middle, I can, I can say, you know? You think you found your, you think you found your most hustle in COVID? Like, you, you, like there was a, a, a post that says either, you know, COVID made you a break. It made you a break. Yeah, or made you a hustler. What? I think it was a lesson for me more than anything to save money, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a full-time DJ. There's no 9 to 5. You know what I'm saying? I've been out of a 9 to 5 for a long time, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can... You know, I can bring my pops in here and he'll be like, man, he stopped working with me and he's just started going high, you know what yeah, I'm saying, going yeah. crazy. He started building up his own potential in some ways of high, but I knew my son always had it. That's why I tell you, my dad's my backbone, because he always told me, don't stop. I see something in you from a musician that's well-known in the industry, from a lot of people, bro, you know, you know, with my uncles. You know, don't stop, you know what I'm saying? You have potential, you have charisma that we don't, you know what I'm saying? You have that way of capturing people. You're a puppeteer and you make people do things with your music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not necessarily my music, but the way I mix my music and make things happen, you know? But COVID itself, bro, kind of took a toll on me, bro. Like, you know, going into more deep detail, like knowing that your family's depending on you because you're the breadwinner of the house. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, whether you had whether you had ten thousand, fifteen, twenty, fifty thousand saved up. That money wasn't even to last you that long. Yep. You know, and uh, when all these checks from Trump signed, it was like it helped me personally. I'll say it straight up because I was living off of, you know, like, oh, I got the money. I'm going to spend it. All right, next week I'm going to be good. You know what I'm saying? I have 10 grand, 5 grand, 3 grand, whatever. And it's going to build it to what I have saved up. But saving was like a big issue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I think a lot of people hit depression and anxiety. Oh, for sure. And like, it, it, uh, depression was one of my, I'm not even like, because. You can try to do as much as you can for your family, but without money, you can't do nothing, man. Let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's not that I didn't have money, just knowing that my money was running out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you see those zeros turn into, you know. Those comments you know, getting smaller. Yeah, smaller. like, it was three zeros, then two zeros, you're like, oh, snap. Then it's like, one zero, you're like, oh, snap. Like, and then boom, the checks hit. And it's like, oh, snap, I'm good, you know what I'm saying? But you have to figure out how to do something. You had to be on point. Like, you know, the streets came back to my head, man. Like, we all, as kids, we learned off the streets so much, bro, from selling candy to selling, you know, chips, drinks, whatever, man. Like, you had to find out something to do, man. The people that had money were supplying, you know, people that were running out of money. Yeah. And uh, I salute to everybody that, that stayed above water, bro, because that was tough for everybody, man. Yeah, I spoke to some businesses and, you know, on the other podcast, and some of them, <clears throat> some of them, you know, had it pretty rough than others, and some of them, some of them popped off on COVID. You know, um, were you how often were you booked in that year in twenty twenty? Oh man, I remember my last show was because uh, you know how they had like the mandate and you came. Well, I think that was twenty nineteen, was it, or was it twenty twenty? Twenty twenty. Yeah. So my last my, my last show was Texas Hold'em. My last show was Texas Hold'em, man. My big show. Yeah. That was like, hell yeah, we got a check. Let's run it up. We're good. Put it to the side. Boom. COVID. Mandate hit it. And it was like, man. Yeah. That was like, man, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, the money was there. It was like, hey, save that money. Buy all the essentials you can with, you know, 
that you really, really need. Mm-hmm. Don't get crazy with pop tarts and candy, just <laughs> crazy or something. There's something at the house you can make to make sweet. It's cool. Yeah. So like, bro, like we have to really like be very, very persistent on what we we're buying because, like, you know, a huge shout out to Easy Wireless, bro. A lot of people don't know this man, but I'm gonna say that. Good friend of mine too, man. Like, I, I know I don't miss it a lot easy, but you know what my heart stands, bro. Uh, that's my boy, man. Uh, I remember um, it was me, my family, you know, my daughter, my wife, were, uh, uh, were literally at the house. And I was like, man, what am I going to do tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? I want to do something. I want to make some money. I can't stay still, man. I, I, like, when I'm at home, bro, don't get me wrong. I'll just kick it because I like being a homebody. If I ain't getting paid to go out, I'm not going to go out. For yeah. what? You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, there's times that you need to step out, you know what I'm saying, and, and you know, being in the industry, come on, Paul, don't be a bitch, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> hey, man, bro, like, yeah. let me live, you know what I'm saying, sometimes nobody extra, you know, if there's not extra for 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks, you know what I'm saying, because you, you think in your head, what is tomorrow, mandate happens again, which I don't think there will, but, but I never know, you know what I'm saying, so I was like, man, dude, like, be careful what you spend on, and now, like, I tell the family, hey, man, like, I don't want to go out to eat. There's food here at home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the mom and dad, yeah. the mom and dad, same, same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, bro. It's like one of those things now. It's like be careful what you spend on. And you know, I try. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you forget. You know what I'm saying? You go right back at it. Like, but again, it's to be appreciate what you have and you know what you don't have because what you don't have is coming soon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What uh? So in 2020, were you booking like small, small events, smaller events? Or like, were you not booking at in, all? In 2020, I had minimal events, bro. But they were like, you know, again, this is my bread and butter, so I live off of this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was off and on events, bro. I know it was popping back off when the mandate kind of lifted up a little bit. The venue started being opening right when they opened. So many ways came back and said, "Hey, go oh, back and on and popping." But you're not gonna have 150 guests. You're not gonna have 300 yeah. guests. You're not gonna have 400 guests. You're gonna have 100, maybe 75. It's like, hey, man, I'm sorry, but this is how it works, and this is what I'm going to charge you, man. You have money to, to listen to all your events still. Uh, I need money, too, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are like, don't worry about it, bro. I got you. Let's do it. All right, cool. So I was getting booked, you know, here and there. Boom, boom. Like, you know, it's helping that extra Trump check, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're giving that Trump check and you were doing something with it, I hope you were doing something right with it. You know, I, yeah. I got I got some real positive out of it, man, and it, it was dope, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... Some people, you know what I'm saying, like uh, a huge shout out to my boy Taco. He's a, a huge, you know, strip DJ, man, head of a dude, man. Uh, uh, DJ Taco, okay. my homie Taco. We reached out to each other too, man. He was doing some crazy podcasts uh, or not uh, lives on, online on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He had, it was funny, man. He had you know, entertainers going on live, bro. And I was like, really? Yeah, my boy's going in. That shit going in. It was, he was still running up that check, you know, and yeah. I was figuring out ways to, you know, you know, do my thing too, man. All for and stuff, and people are rocking with it, man. Like we all had our own little hustle, and like you said, it rather made you or break or broke you. You know what I'm saying? But me, we made something out of it, man. Like we definitely had to, because just like they say, uh, uh, eat or be eaten. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we didn't want to get ate at all. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> when you started the when you started the when you first got really big. How many were you booking at first until how you book now? For example, you started with maybe five or five a month and then now you're like, you know. Man, honestly, bro, like, 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 <clears throat> the way it's just happening in transitions, you know what I'm saying? Fox 26, when I was down there with Isaiah Carey, shout out to my brother Isaiah, what up, man? Shout out to him. Uh, that's like a brother to me, man. Uh, uh, 
Uh, it's crazy how he picked me up, and I can tell you a story about that too. Uh, uh, Fox was just like, like you know, and I'm gonna say the the factor uncensored because it's Isaiah show. You know what I'm saying? On Fox, uh, Isaiah show kind of like boosted the hell out of my game. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, pause that DJ. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, those other DJs on Fox, mm -hmm. but I was getting the love like crazy because I was more of a hip hop, you know, freestyle DJ. Like I was yeah. scratching. Doing my thing. Uh, I had an OG on there too, DJ T. Gray, uh, DJ Superstar. Uh, we had a Sneak, my homie Sneak. I don't know y'all seen his uh, craziness that happened on there. Uh, uh, man, uh, uh, we had a couple other dudes on there too, man. Uh, uh, DJ Undone, the homie was on there too. Uh, he was man, you know what's crazy? You name all these DJs? Yeah. And I only can name like two DJs. <laughs> For real. Like, you're like popping off like, yeah. Hey, yeah, man. Uh, I hope I'm one of them, bro. <laughs> She's like, now, yeah, yeah. you're the third now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, bro, it's like, like we're on there, bro. And I don't know how it affected. I really never sat down and asked him, like, how did it affect you? Did it make you? Did it make you even bigger? You know what I'm saying? But before COVID and before Fox 26, you know what I'm saying? Because Fox was first and then COVID, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, I was already kind of popping, bro. It was kind of like I already had my own, my own style, my own, you know, like demand. But Fox kind of just like, oh, we gotta hire him again. Yeah. You know that that's that's how thought. Like he he did. You know, I got families that hit me up every year. Like, hey, bro, you gotta do our company party, or you gotta do our yeah. family party. Like, you gotta do this. You gotta do Mija's Quinceanera. You gotta do uh, Mija's wedding, or you gotta do Mijo's. And like, bro, like I got those families, bro. Like they're all like they call me right. Like literally, I just missed two calls, and I don't know who it was, but I'm pretty sure it's one of them or something yeah. that wants to hire me. But um. It's crazy, bro, because, like, it was always a constant booking. Like, don't get me wrong, I talked to other DJs, too. Like, oh, snap, like, I'm not going to be, be booked this weekend. And out of, really? out of nowhere, boom, hey, Paul, we need you this weekend. All right, bro, this last minute, you know, fees, like, this is what it is. I got to cancel everything I got going on for this weekend. And boom, 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 it's on. Don't worry about it, bro. Come on, we already know you're good. Let's do it. Boom. You know, payment was an issue. Don't get me wrong. You got a lot of people that try to, you know, bargain with you. But I tell a lot of people, and there's a lot of memes now. Like it's it's crazy what you know social media does for everybody. But like you know, they say it's like you're not paying this person for you know this five four minute you know art that they did. You're paying them for the amount of experience they've had all these years. Yeah. You know, you don't just hire a plumber that got certified yesterday. <laughs> oh, you're a plumber. You come yeah. in, figure out pipes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need some. You know, because you're gonna come into some craziness. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with DJ, bro. You're not just gonna hire any DJ. You can hire that DJ, yeah. the DJ, uh, the one that's known or the one that you know. And thank God a lot of people know me, bro. Don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, there's been times where like I'm like, damn, bro. Like, am I gonna go hard today? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, oh, my come out winning, but I just release myself into the turntable and people are like, damn, bro. Like, do you ever get scared up there? I'm like, nah, man, because it's been so many years in the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank God, I'm, you know, I'm 33 going on 34 now. A lot of people are like, bro, you're 25. Shut up. And I'm like, bro, oh, see my back is coming back already. Then that's all they But yeah, y'all like, 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 bro, it's like, people are like, man, bro, I didn't know you were that old. I'm like, man, I ain't that old for you are, you know what I'm saying? And they're like 24. <laughs> hey, nah, you know what I get? I get like something. What's I up? Seen you, I seen you twice. Once, I know he's getting a haircut, and then once, I mean, here. Shout out to Noe, man. Shout out to Noe's yeah, face. Noe's face, my dog. <laughs> Do you always wear glasses? Yeah, man. It's it's kind of like, it's one of those things, like, uh, I told people, and this is something I talked to Isaiah about. First, it was just hats. 
Now today he's like, Paul, you gotta come up with something, man. He gave me an idea. Isaiah gave me that idea. And he was like, man, just become that DJ like that. Damn, you know what I'm saying? I, I was like, why well, do I wanna wear these dark glasses every day? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you're just trying to see everywhere and it's dark. So I bought these gradient ones, man. Uh, shout out to my boy Compa G. A lot of people don't know who he is, but my Compa G, he put me onto this, this exact brand, man. I'm not gonna go into details how much they cost, yeah, but they're expensive, but you know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm gonna try to pump out. He told me, I was like, oh snap, that's, that's a big ball of you know, shade. It's like, okay, I like it because they're gritty. You know, they're dark up here and it looks light, like, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, there it goes. It's my new, my new look, you know, at, at the club. Anywhere I go, I'm wearing shades. And uh, again, it's that stamp, it's that, it's that uh, how, do you, how do you call it? Uh, it just slipped my mind. Um, it's me, you know what I'm saying? It's what makes me. Yeah, okay. So, like, if I don't have trouble seeing, I'm, I'm aware of it. Yeah. I go like this and look a lot brighter. You know? yeah. I go like this if I went darker. Is that like, besides your, at your house even? Nah, not at my house. <laughs> I mean, when, I, when I leave off the house, I'm like regular, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, when I go to it, like, it just became like, you know. Dad, take off your glasses. Yeah, yeah. my little girl's like, Dad, why are you wearing your glasses? I'm like, you know what's up? Yes, because you DJ Paul, the wheels of steel. You know? <laughs> my little girl's crazy, man. Like, yeah, yeah. She's adorable, uh, four years old. and. Uh, She's like, my dad's DJ Paul, the wheels of steel. I've been teaching her, I'm like, you know, daddy works hard on the weekends to spend time with you during the week, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just yesterday, she goes, dad, I love you. I'm like, what's wrong? Like, you, I felt it, you know, dad, I love you. And uh, she's like, because, and I was like, why? Like, you know, I want to know too. Like, sometimes I want to know what a kid feels, exactly. you know what I'm saying? It's because you DJ for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you DJ to make money for me. And I'm like, damn, like, kids catch on quick now, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. And I'm like, like back in our days, it was like, damn, my dad's working hard. I'm gonna have everything, or I'm gonna have this, I'm gonna have that, or I'm gonna be good because my dad's working. You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. But now it's like these younger generation kids. It's like, bro, like they're really like in the feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's they, just, yeah, they express to you. Too, yeah, you know. And I want to know. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it makes me feel like Superman toward it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. we we want to be Superman. We want to be that Batman. We want to be their Spider Man. Yeah. We want to be their hero at the end of the day. But nobody ever beats. You know, a dad, bro. Like, a dad is being, like, you know, uh, number one, you know what I'm saying? I got two beautiful little girls. Uh, one's 14, well, one's gonna be 14, and one's gonna be five. So, like, you know. Quintana's around the corner. Man, bro, stop it. <laughs> nah, but yeah, man, uh, she's, well, she's gonna be 14 next year, but, you know, we've talked to her, like, hey, you wanna 15? Do you wanna, you know, do something? I don't know. So, I'm hoping she just selects one badass party. Okay, cool. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? A whole bunch of deals with bring bring different fajitas and cook them up. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And you know, make it something big. A lot lot of people support me out here, so it's like you know, it's not gonna be as much as expensive as you know, just because my dad's shop, bro. Everybody, a lot of people know us. As as we looked out for people, people looked out for us too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, How you know how has how has Instagram changed um, your DJing? Man, bro, I don't remember when I first made an Instagram. That was or like, even social media at that, you know. Because yeah. you know, if you go back and you know, we were talking earlier about DJing, and that's one platform they didn't have. Yeah. With social media, like, so so it was really word of mouth. Yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, that that dude can get everybody crumb. Yeah. Let's get him. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, I see he can get everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my thing was MySpace really didn't do nothing for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. It was when, you know, I grew up a lot more. I had so much more talent. Um, excuse me. Uh, I think it was Facebook that did it for me, bro. You know, I tried and uh, 
uh, had 5,000 friends. I maxed it. Nobody could add me. I'm like, oh, what do I do? Can't follow you. Can we, I mean, we can't, you know, can't add you as a friend because 5,000 was the max. And I was like, man, that sucks. So I had, had to make a like page. like, like myself on there, but I wasn't really too active on there. Mm-hmm. After that, I mean, of course, everybody here's uh, Instagram. Instagram was like the new thing, but Facebook kind of took me off from there. You know what I'm saying? My cousins, shout out to all my cousins that hired me for the parties when I was younger too. Like, they're the ones that introduced me to that game for the older crowd. And, I knew that crowd because I was chilling with OGs, you know, my, my dudes, my cousins, my family, you know, jamming OG stuff, you know what I'm saying, from the next episode to, you know, all that stuff, bro. Yeah. You know, that's what I rock with, man. If, if, if I can teach the whole world this type of music for the new generation, like, some of them know it, but some of them haven't, haven't really lived in or felt that. All this new music is cool, bro, but I'd rather go old, you know what I'm saying? But, like... Instagram was what was like popping me off more because you were able to get more followers. You were able to get more people to look at you. Uh, of course, the the foundation of Instagram changed so much. You know what I'm saying? So back then it was only like 15 second video or 10 or I forgot how much it was. But now it's like, bro, you get hooked up reels and you know what I'm saying? It, it, the evolution of it is just like, doo, 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 you know what I'm saying? It went from monkey to hey man to like you know human being. You know what I'm saying? But that was something that that. Definitely took off for me, bro. And after that, I started seeing followers. You know, thank God I reached twelve point one thousand. Nice. It's man. not. It's not. It's not a lot. But like I tell people, it's like it takes you a long time to get to even one thousand, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, Fox Twenty Six to uh, friends, word of mouth, cousins, family members, people that know family members. It's that web. You know what I'm saying? They say for every one person, you're able to reach the, uh, five people that reach somebody in Africa. Yeah. And it's crazy, bro, because that's what I look at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did Fox pop you off, or could you name um, a time or someone that popped you off, like, blew up big, you know, like, maybe went from three, or two to two to three thousand to, like, ten, or... If you I, think, I think, I think, I think out of nowhere, when I was with Isaiah on Fox 26, that popped me off a lot, but I said, you know what I'm saying, like, people already knew me, like, somebody, like, say, for instance, see how... We got people in common. We just found out, and we're just yeah. like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, you know, like, bro, it's like, it's like that. You know, what I'm saying, I was already popping off with my people, north side, south side, east side, west side. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, people were talking about me without me even knowing. You know, what I'm saying, mixtape people, artists. I was working with so many people. I can name so many people, and like, I did a lot of stuff in the underground game too. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of artists, and uh, you know. From there, from that time, doing mixtapes and you know, uh, doing weddings, quinceañeras, and all that, after hours, clubs, to Fox Twenty Six was like my kind of like okay, he's catching that you know that fire, yeah, he's catching that climax, he's going, yeah, it's going on, he's going up, he's going up until one day Isaiah called me, and this is crazy, and that now we're going into that story. Uh, Isaiah Carey, man, again, shout out to you, brother, much love, man. That's that's like a big brother to me, man. What's so, it? What's in Instagram? Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Curry. Isaiah, shout out to him. Yeah, Isaiah Curry, man. It, it's, 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 you know, he's on Fox 26. Everybody knows him for that video, that crazy. I don't know if you've seen it, but. Nah, I haven't seen uh, it. He's a, he's, a, he's a reporter. Got some meaty little, you know, nice shape, no afro. And he's a reporter out in the country. And, um, like a real but, reporter? Or yeah, real reporter, man. It like goes, some good news. Nah, a real reporter. Okay, he was okay. on the news out there in, uh, I think it was uh, some country-ass town. I say it like that because <laughs> a bug flew in his mouth while he was on live TV, bro. And it was like. <laughs> This year what happened on like, uh, something high school, <laughs> oh, this country ass town and shit. That was funny, bro. Like, you know, yeah. had a lot of people 
posting that man, like yeah. you know the actual artist, you know, and he got big too, man. So he's in oh, yeah. he got big in that video. video. And, oh, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know, me being, you know, you had French Montana, you had Scarface, you had a whole bunch of artists. Uh, you had Ice Cube. Ice Cube just kicked away not too long ago, and nice. he brought that video up, man. And he's legend for that video, bro. Imagine <laughs> cussing on real TV, like country ass town, fucking crazy ass weather. Pulling on me in my eyes, man, get the fuck out of here. I was like, damn, bro, like this video was real. I thought it was like a pre recorded song, but yeah. it, 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 it was like America's Funniest Home Videos. But this is like, yeah, well, I mean, he got big and it's going around. It's viral. I'll shoot, I'll shoot you a video. Sorry, like Isaiah, don't get mad at me. <laughs> but uh, his show popped off, bro, um, you know, at Fox, bro. And, you know, when I told everybody, him would be on Fox, watch, you know, on Instagram, most like it maybe had a thousand, two thousand viewers. And bro, like once I put that, people were like, like not viewers but followers or whatever. Um, once I thought that, you know, popped that, and people were like, oh crap, Paul's doing something. There goes my, you know, my big elevation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with that time being said, like man, bro, I was looking at numbers. I was beating like legit national TV shows being watched in Houston by thousands, bro. Wow. Like my night. You know what I'm saying? I got sent out. Um, I don't know if I can say this, I say I'm sorry, it's old already though. <laughs> uh, but he was showing me numbers, bro, and, and I think I still put up that message, man, where Isaiah told me, your Wednesday nights are being so many shows. So, I don't know what I was doing, man, but I was just being me. Yeah. And that's one thing I always tell a lot of people, especially kids coming up in the game, like, always be you, man, because that's what separates you from others. Being you, nobody can ever imitate you or be you. They can try to be you, but they can never be actually you, you know what yeah. I'm saying, for who you are. And, um, Man, I kid you not, bro. Just for me being me, like, I bet you I've gained so many, like, underground haters. And I say this, like, fluently, nicely, as much as possible. Like, I don't know who hates me. I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome, but I was, I was going to ask you that right now, too. Yeah, like, like it came, bro. Like, <clears throat> I know Envy, Jealousy came. You know what I'm saying? I, I've seen it in a couple of DJs that I know, bro. And, uh, suck, man. Some of them were good friends. You know what I'm saying? Really? So, yeah, like, like, but, you know, it's crazy that. Other people acknowledge me about it. Hey, this dude's looking at you like this. He's supposed to be your boy, or hey, you know, you can tell there's envy there. And I'm like, damn, bro, like, what am I doing? I'm just being me. Like, I'm just Paul, bro. Like, but you know, like my pop says, just being you irritates people. You know what I'm saying? You being you for making this podcast. Someone's like, man, I couldn't make that podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, DJ Paul's on the podcast. That could have been me. You know what I'm saying? Like, hate comes in all types of ways, levels, and situations or whatnot but i tell people all the time man it's like you can't sit there and and like expect to get somewhere like you can be the hellest baddest musician dj anything bro but just don't hate on nobody man you know because at the end of the day you create that level in life that you know that weight yeah but a lot of people don't know man like 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 i tell a lot of people it's like your mind is your most powerful enemy yeah you know what i'm saying like what made you start this podcast? Yeah. What if I don't make it? Hex it to your head. Mm-hmm. You know, we all got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe 10 years down the line, hey, Paul, bro, you did that podcast for me. You're welcome back. And I got so many thousands or 100,000 followers or whatever. Yeah. You know, more power to you, bro. I hope you do get that far. You know what I'm saying? There's potential and everything. Exactly. Um, that's why I tell so many businesses, and we went over this too, man. Like, hey, if you got a business, follow me on Instagram, you know, on Instagram, on Facebook, on whatever you can find me on. Talk about that real quick. Like, <clears throat> I see you. I see you post on on Instagram. Like, if you have a business, you you kind of do it more often than anybody else I've seen. Why Why do you do that? Let's be honest, man. Like, 
a lot of people have started a business, for instance, your podcast. I'm not going to say it in a bad way because there's no bad way to say this. Mm-hmm. And there's no good way to say it. We all cry out for that first helping hand. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we don't have that helping hand. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, back then there was the green pages. People were asking for help. People were asking for work or for a job or asking for some type of situation. Um, now that we got now that we got the actual, you know, social media going and everything, it's like, why not help a business owner? Like, try to, you know, go ahead, you know, a couple of steps instead of being in that same position in life. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people like, man, go in there. How do I do it? Or, you know, get that in the or how does, you know, I'm saying both because a lot of people are going to be watching this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I know how it feels, bro. My dad was that person. Really? My dad was that heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't for my uncle to help my dad or my dad to help my uncle out. You know, it was, it was, I say back and forth because they were helping each other make some type of bread. You know what I'm saying? And that's how DJ Central started when I told you, you know? And uh, when you come from a broken home, you know what I'm saying? Like like uh, divorce, uh, you know, you still look for a way to make stuff happen for your family. You know what I'm saying? Any type of way. Uh, I know uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a toll I took because I was so young, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you try not to go back down that road. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to be in that pain. You don't want to get in that hit. And the way this connects with that is that you're looking for a way out. Yeah. You want to succeed in some type of route. <clears throat> Why not be able to help somebody succeed in a podcast, in a location, a small business at your home, a small location, a storefront, a small location? Um, you know, I even got big companies hitting me up, man. Hey, yeah. man, let's do, let's do a video or let's do some promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people don't think that I'm, you know, I don't know about charging, or some people might not think that I'm charge a lot, which I don't. But I rather, hey man, you need me to be a spokesman? I'll do it for you, you know, because I got that radio voice, whatever yeah. I do on Fox or whatever I do out in you know the streets, whatever. But uh, people are like, hey man, like you got hell of a career. Like come as you are, Paul. Be you. You know what I'm saying? Like this is who you are. Like you know, just be you and come rock with me. And uh, you know. That's what I was heading to next, bro. It's like doing like videos, like commercials and stuff for people, you know, with my homie that, you know, reached out to me and said, hey, let's do it, you know? Uh, you throw people a number and they're like, hey, it's kind of steep, but I'm like, dude, this is a commercial that's not last. You know what I'm saying? Commercials don't get old until you really overuse them mm-hmm. minutes of time. Look at the yeah. TV, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to go back to the question, you know, that elevates to that, uh, somebody's out there asking for help. I know how it feels like. I'm pretty sure you know how it feels like because you didn't think nobody's gonna get on the podcast, mm-hmm. or me, I didn't think nobody's gonna hire me to DJ, <clears> or my dad, or anybody, any business person. I don't think nobody's gonna work on my truck. I don't think this mechanic's gonna do blah blah blah. You know, but remember that somebody's dad is out there, somebody's mom is out there, somebody's mm-hmm. sister, cousin, aunts, chickens, cats, whatever, bro. I'm just saying. Yeah. Somebody's out out there asking for help. Come try my tortillas. Come try my. You know, my my food, come try out my candy, come try out my barbecue, come try out my, you know, services, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason why that person's in, in that game. Whether they got a full-time nine to five job and they want to make extra ends meet, or they just want to make extra ends to make sure they provide for that family to go out there and go to Disney World, Disneyland, uh, go to Six Flags, yeah. go anywhere, bro. At the end of the day, I was that family. I wanted that extra but I didn't have it as much, you know. My pops did as much as he could for us at that time because, you know, I stayed with my pops more than my mom's, you know what I'm saying? But you don't know what that next person's going through, you know what I'm saying, to to try to make this business work. 
So when I see that, there's a, I'm not, I don't know if it's pain, I don't know if it's, it, it's a, some look when people ask you for help and you know it's genuine. Oh, gotcha. Like, I know what that genuine looks like. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And after that, I don't even look at that no more. I'm just like, you know what? Bless those just so you can be blessed out in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I look into a lot of scriptures in the Bible, bro. And, you know, it's like, <clears throat> blessing you will be blessed. You know how you bless others. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I'm not out there putting it online. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm recording yeah. myself. Yeah. Uh, I did that once. I gave a hat to a homeless guy because it looked real hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, water or whatever. But it's all I had at the time. But I gave him, like, I wasn't doing good in my life at that time. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, hey, look, it's an extra hat. Here you go. Cover yourself a little bit, man. Get water. But other than that, let's go back to that question. It's like, bro, somebody out here needs help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you explained that you had uh, two kids and a wife, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know that, man. I just keep that like real, uh, you know, real private, man. The less somebody knows, the more, you know, the more you're able to leave. Like, no, live, no, live. yeah. More well, I mean, not even just oh, just people are evil out here, man. Yeah. Like I salute a lot of people that are open about their stuff, but. Um, that's one big thing that I like, you know, back then I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be so closed in about stuff, but it's so much easier to move around and like maneuver life, you know what I'm saying, With, yeah. without everybody knowing what's up, you know what I mean? Um, I just keep it me, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you want to know about me? Like, you really just got to be close to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what I, what I was going to ask you is, how do you, um, how does like family time and, and your your time DJing and all that affect you? Like, Man, you know, it, it really doesn't, bro, because, I mean, DJing, <laughs> really, like, my events, don't get me wrong, I'll get some Tuesday gigs out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Really? Some exclusive stuff, okay. some Wednesday gigs, you know what I'm saying, on, on an off day that you wouldn't even think a DJ is supposed to work, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, people party every day, bro. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, fun day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, the DJ game is, is, is out there, you know what I'm saying? But it takes you to work for it. Uh, it doesn't affect me at all, just because my weekends, you know, that's the only thing, that, I would say that's the only thing that really affects me. Like, if I have to take my daughter to a house party or, like, a kid party, I don't know why I say house party, but, you know, just a kid party, you know, I can't go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to work my weekend. That, uh, you know, I'm not going to lose, you know, whatever amount of money it is for that weekend just to go to a party, you know, cool. Let my daughter enjoy it. I mean, I don't need to enjoy it. I already enjoyed it when I was little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it's time to grind, but don't get me wrong, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or sometimes Monday through Thursday, I'm out there doing, you know, my, my rounds, like, hey, I need to do this. Don't get me wrong, I've got a busy life too, but I'm, uh, you know, think about it like this. Would you rather be home all week just to kick and do extra stuff, knowing that your checks, your, you know, I'm saying it's like real, as humble as I can. Uh, I don't want nobody thinking, you know, to a guy, you know what I'm saying? But thinking about making your money to spend for the weekend, for the whole week and the whole month in one day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like each weekend, I'm, that pays for all my bills, it pays for everything. So imagine you wouldn't want to go to your son's or your daughter's first day of school. You wouldn't want to go to, you know, uh, uh, to like anything orientated for family. Wouldn't you want to go and do that stuff? You know, I know I would, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't want to like miss out on it. Yeah. Like, my dad can go, or my mom's can go, because yeah. they're kicking it at the house. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Like, uh, I got a new business venture that I'm, I'm coming into, too. And uh, uh, for a lot of people that want to know, does DJing make me money? Hey, it's paying off my mortgage. It's paying off my bills. Yeah. It's paying off the things that my kid wants and needs. 
it's paying off the luxury, the luxurious life that I'm gonna live. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, don't get me wrong, I don't go out there, you know, wearing Gucci, Prada, and all that stuff as much as I can. Don't get me wrong, it's it's good to buy yourself, treat yourself every now and then. But again, you don't know what that next uh, situation will happen again. You know, say, well, you needed that extra thousand, two thousand. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't get me wrong, I like nice things. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I really don't show that unless I really have to go out to a nice spot and wear that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like right now, I got on some, you know, express belts. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, yeah. you know, I don't got to show off for what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, a lot of people want to show off their money. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Enjoy it. Show it out. You know what I'm saying? We know you got bread. Cool. You know, live it up. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with that. Salute to y'all. Go for it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to live that loud just for that person that I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but again, going back to that, I mean, wouldn't you want to go to your son and daughter's whole situation, you're open to do a lot more. Something happens at school, you're able to just take off from where you're at, go straight to their school, pick them up. Mm -hmm. Or even, you know, you know, brother and sister, you know what I'm saying, for your parents that work in the night five or have a job or own a business. You know, that's what it's at, man. Like, you know, like it's a blessing to do what I do. And uh, you know, I get paid for it, I get paid well. It's a blessing, you know? Not a lot of people can do what I do. You know what I mean? I not a lot of people can get on that stage and do that same uh, uh, animosity that I create, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People look forward to, uh, you know, uh, to go and see me at, at a show, man. Uh, prime example, I went to uh, the Valley for uh, On The Gas show. I don't know if you know who On The Gas is. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, big truck guy, shout out to Beto, Tiny, the whole crew, you know. Uh, I, remember, I remember when it was HBT before. Yeah, Houston before, Truck Performance. Yeah, before it was On The Gas. That's, yeah. They still have those shows, man. They still, I mean, I just did HBT. Uh, we had a hell of a day, uh, day out there, you know what I'm saying, the last year and this year. Um, they got October Truck Madness now too, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they're big now, they have the uh, show in the Valley that I'm going to do too. Um, it's in, uh, I think it's July, man, if I'm not mistaken. I'm looking at my calendar because, man, all these gigs are just coming out of nowhere. And <laughs> I have to be ready, bro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, this weekend, I'll be at Texas Hold'em, uh, April 29th, 30th. Uh, I'm going to be at Extreme Off-Road. Well, I'm always out there. A lot of people ask me, when are you there, man? I'm going to be at Extreme Off-Road in May. In June, Atlanta, Truck Invasion. Thanks out. Uh, thanks and shout out to uh, Shot by Acosta. The homie got me that gig with my homie Sal out there in Atlanta. He's uh, actually part of Team Villa as well. Then I got Extreme again at the end of June. And, you know, I just got a whole bunch of, you know, big events, bro. That's what, what I'm about, man. Like, I know a lot of DJs that ask me, bro, how do you do it, man? Like, I don't know, man. I, can't, I, just do it. I just do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It comes out of me. I gotta be on it. Call me Nike to Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, but man, like I tell a lot of people, I'm like, man, you know what? Ain't no way to tell you that I just have this charisma in my, my life yeah. to, to push out and give people that ambient, that, you know, ambient thing, what we call it. And uh, people are just like, damn, bro, like, you never get stage frogs and like bro don't get me wrong I'm trying to fit that one song is like oh crap so my finish hurry up play it and then bing something comes out and the song barely finishes boom and I throw yeah. my DJ fall tag and boom I throw in the next one people start jamming bro and like you gotta don't get me wrong it's a hard job bro uh, being a part or a host of a host show plus DJing at the same time people think it's just easy just because I'm pressing play pause and switching you know my fader, you know what I'm saying, the mix just well blend in my mm -hmm. music or whatever. But I'm like, bro, you gotta do this, and then you gotta do this, then you gotta do that to be out there in front of everybody, throw out all this stuff, and then maybe let your song die down by itself, and then just keep going. 
and you gotta walk your way back to the turntable and yeah, do all this. Hype man. So like, I'm like my own hype man, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It, but it's big, man, when you don't see people dancing. Now these days you go to a 15 year wedding and, and like people are like, man, you jammed at the end of the night. I'm like, well, you weren't even dancing, bro. <laughs> it's just that's what it is, and I'm, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Some people still get crumped, but they wrong to those people. That's the time parties I like doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for, for me to tell you, bro, it's, it's definitely an experience being a DJ, bro. You meet so many different types of people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can name you crazy situations that happen. That's what I was going to ask you. Can you name any, like, what's the craziest stuff you experienced as a DJ? Like, I, man, go back to, like, 15 years old. That's where I was going. Like, you read my mind right there, bro. 20 years old. At, maybe at 14, 15 years old, I was DJing. I want to hear some crazy stuff. Like, so, some stuff you ain't told nobody. <laughs> so I remember it was at my cousin's party and I still got paid I said whether my cousin or not you're still paying me my little 250 back in the day you know what I'm saying that was money for a 15 year old you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. 250 like on one weekend you know what I'm saying yeah. like one day like boom you know you just make somebody's you know McDonald's check or something yeah. maybe more you know uh, I remember I was playing some UGK I know I was playing the song I still remember the song until this day it was UGK show you grill if you're real like, it was such a hood song, bro. I mean, that's what was going on in those days. You know what I'm saying? You were back in the 2000s. UGK was bumping. You had, you know, Big Hog, Big Mo. You had all those, you know, mm-hmm. Houston artists. It was dope. And I remember something, and I said something to the crowd, and everybody's getting crunk, and, you know, I was jamming, bro. Like, we're in. And I just remember I'm here. Bullets literally flew through, like, right, like, by my head. And I, I heard the bullet go, oh. and I was just like, it wasn't meant for me. Somebody had beefed. You know what I'm saying? And I remember that bullet just going, Shh. like, you know that bullet yeah. torpedo yeah. sound? And my pops was already waiting for me because I was supposed to finish at 12. You know, I didn't have a car back then. I was young, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people had the luxury of uh, having a, a, a car. Uh, and I didn't. You know, my pops would drive me, drop me off, pick me up. Did you make your money? You good? All right, boom. You know, I'm telling my, you know, my pops, if I could, hey, you need some money, pop? Nah, man, it's yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but I remember that day, man, another one too, where I was helping uh, the people from uh, 102.9 Street Promo. Uh, a homie of mine named Frank, he was a DJ. Oh, I don't know if he's still his DJ. I haven't got a hold of him. Uh, remember, uh, there was a song that came out back in the days called Check Out Run. Uh, it's a weird ass song. It's a dude just mumbling some weird ass shit to uh, mm-hmm. the, the instrumental of Kulo from Pitbull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, doom, 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 Kulo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, it had this guy, like, it was a guy just going, and I was like, what the hell, but it was, it was, it popped, it was viral in, you know, the music industry, mm-hmm. not, you know, whatever it was back then, and uh, literally we played that song, and the dad did it with no type of hip-hop, but that wasn't hip-hop, that was more like pop, you know what I'm saying, and yeah, he yeah. thought it was hip-hop, and the, the kids got happy, it was a, a twins 15, it was a boy and a girl's 15. And I remember they started getting crunk. I seen them were having fun. And dad comes up. I told you I didn't want no fucking hip hop. Oh, like, then here comes the cousin. Here comes the uncles. And they threw hands at the dude. Like, they were about to, it was like maybe 20, 25 when brothers about to come towards a 15, 14 year old kid. You know, two of us, me and my homie was, he was yeah. there. And it was him and his buddy, but 20 against four guys. You know what I'm saying? Well, not even guys. It was two adults and two children. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Two teens. Uh, Bro, that was scary, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it's just a song, relax, you know, everything yeah. be fixed, relax, you know? And uh, that, was, that was a scary one, bro. That was definitely a scary one. Like, think about all the family, like, trying to like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I only got like, maybe a ninja knife in here. <laughs> sauce, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> sauce, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do? But 
Yeah, man. That was that was like maybe my to- my two most memorable DJ gigs ever, man. That were more dangerous. And I tell a lot of people, this DJ game is not a joke. You know, you can come into this DJ game thinking you're gonna make bread and all that, but with all that comes a lot of you know trouble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if you don't want it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there's been times I get paid. You know, really? like you know, being young man, didn't know you know contract was everything, but you know, you trusting the person, you know, what I'm saying I would lose on two, three hundred, four hundred bucks a weekend, and that was big for me, man, because that was my you know bread and butter, you know, other than my nine to five job, my pop red fries. You mm-hmm. know? Um, stuff got crazy, man. You know, I was just young. What can I do? It's not like I could you know sue him. Maybe I could go you know try, mm-hmm. but I was under the age anyway. And I wasn't even claiming taxes, so what, what did it, you know what did it matter? Uh, Again, it's not all fun and games, man. Sometimes it's like hard work and you gotta worry about that next hundred, two, three hundred coming into your pocket. Sometimes yeah. even a thousand, two thousand if you make it that high. You know what I'm saying? A day. And you know, there's DJs out here charging that. You know, I salute them and salute myself for, you know, coming this hard, uh, hard and far in life, you know, mm-hmm. to the DJ game. Uh, yeah, bro, I mean, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You spoke about like you starting a, a new business. What oh, new businesses and um, investments? Maybe you might want to pursue um, later on in life, or if you have anything going on right now. I know uh, you asked on the on the Instagram on the story post. Uh, somebody said, "What is he going to do when you know the DJ?" It's basically that's what they're saying. When the DJ thing is not no more, you know, saying don't get me wrong, I already thought about that. You know, I have a cousin of mine that put me onto crypto, and um, I haven't fully understood it yet, but I'm invested. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, that two, three hundred dollars will turn into five, ten thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? In any type of form, uh, it will turn into a hundred if it needs to. You just need to be patient and be able to rock with that long term stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people think they're just going to get into crypto and make five thousand, ten thousand dollars off the rip, but you can't. Oh, yeah. But that's fast investing. That's quick money. That's, you know, in and out type shit. You know, like, I'm not in for that. I want I to be well off. Look at Bitcoin, what happened to that? You know what I'm saying? Look at, you know, and Eurythium, all that, you know, yeah. people that rock with it know what I'm talking about, you know yeah. what I'm saying, uh, Shadow, uh, all that stuff, uh, you know, thanks to my cousin, man, he put me on, and, you know, I'm not in a legit spot right now for him to tell me, but, you know, over a phone call, like, he's making me work, and, like, all the homies' monies that we put together, like, we're making each other millionaires if we can with that long-term journey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the other business venture that I got up my sleeve, man, I haven't put it out there yet just because of the evil eye. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to announce it yet, man, but um, I'm actually going to do my first gig, uh, May 9th. Uh, it's a, a process of installations. Um, I already do sound stage, uh, you know, uh, sound stage lighting, LED screens, all that. It has nothing to do with the industry of music. So imagine my new venture, you know what I'm saying? If y'all pay attention to this podcast, Y'all yeah, remember what I, my dad used to do when he first, you know, was in his board game. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing like that, but it's installing the same, almost the same applying pressure to that, you know, to that same system. Uh, but I'm, I'm coming in hard and uh, I'm going, I'm going to reach out to some big dogs in the game. Shout out to Scarface. I'm going to reach out to him, maybe, you know, be out. Freddie has nice. sex. Uh, uh, that's another homie of mine that I've known before he became famous off the truck game. You know, Freddie has sex was a homie, you know, working in the 95 just like everybody else. He knew I was a good DJ at that time, too, you know, in our early, younger ages, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, you know. Yeah. I've been on it for years, bro, you know, and uh, he's always stayed home with school as shit, you know. I just came out on one of his YouTubes, shout out to Freddie, the sex and toe scene. Um, I need to get him on the podcast. Yeah, man, I'll, 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 I'll <coughs> holler at him. Freddie, if you're watching this, you're a man. 
Vengase, mijo. But, uh, man, shout out to Freddie, man. Yeah, but I'm going to reach out to all the homies, bro. Like, you know, again, there's a lot of YouTubers that I rock with, some that I don't, some that are just fake, some of them are real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just going to be very honest with you, bro. Like, uh, I'm not going to name anybody, but, you know, that's just what it is, bro. Like, this game is like, Frostifying sometimes, you know what I'm saying? He can be all looking all dandy, you know, he's making bread, he got these cars, he got the clothes, he got the women, but at the end of the day, be really happy with yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just being real, man. Like, a lot of people won't even notice, man. Um, but hey, man, that's just the life of being DJ Paul and whoever you are, you know what I'm saying? Uh, people go long ways, some people go short ways. Sometimes you just gotta cut people off when you need to and uh, take off that extra weight baggage from yourself, you know what I'm saying? Because that will drain you. That will, people can literally attach you, attach to you like a leech and drain our energy. You know, I tell people stay away from those people because if you're not doing, you're not doing anything good, especially when you're around this person, it's because that person's not good for you. You know what I'm saying? So like they say, chill with millionaires, you too will become a millionaire. Chill with a billionaire, you too will become a billionaire. Chill with the brokers, and you'll be the next. Yeah, man. So Musk, I see about Twitter, bro. I need to tweet you. You know what I'm saying? Life. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, that, that dude's tough, man. Like, you know, salute to him too, man. He was well, a crying person too. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, when am I gonna make it? Look at him now, billion dollar man, mega man, that is. Uh, it can happen to anybody, man. Yeah. Again, we go back to the situation with the businesses. That's why I supply my support for our people. I could be black, white, Mexican, Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, whatever. I'm there for anybody, man. Because we're all human, man. We all need that help. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm here at the podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pump up. That's what it is. Yeah. We're going to do this. Especially if you're sure over to people. Yeah, man. Not a lot of people inspire, yeah. you know, other, others that maybe want to DJ or yeah. uh, don't know. Oh, and, 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 and saying that, man, uh, I really want to put together a DJ school for younger kids, man. Really? I want to do that. Uh, I know they have one here in Houston, but it's not like what you expect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, for the Latin community, that is. You know what I'm saying? There's kids that don't know how to speak English. There's kids that don't know how to speak Spanish. You know, there's kids that want to just learn off the rip, you know? Yeah. Uh, shout out to that DJ school, uh, Break Free. They're hello. They teach b-boying, tagging, graffiti. What's it called? Break Free. Break Free? Yeah, shout out to them homies. Uh, I mean, I really don't rock with too much of them, but I know my boy DJ Notorious is rocking with them. And, uh, you know, uh, they teach their their style of teaching, man, and, and I salute them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to teach my own stuff. You know what I'm saying? If I could, I can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, bringing back the office for my store uh, with my pops. Hopefully, we get that back. And uh, uh, once that opens up, uh, I'm gonna put up a. Uh, that's gonna be another venture in my DJ life career. When it's time to put up the turntables and the headphones and you know, you know, make sure. Hey, man, I want to teach kids, man. That's how long you think you got into then? How long you think you got into you? Uh, how many years? Five, ten. The sky's the limit, man. You can be the best DJ in the world be 80 years old, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can be a badass producer. You can be a badass anything, man. But once I tell myself it's, it's, it's all this done, I think that's when it's time. I do know. Yeah. Like, like it's, this is this is. Because, I mean, think about it, man. It's not easy being 30, almost 34, being in since you were 11, carrying these big speakers. Don't get me wrong. I got a bad back now. You know what I'm saying? I got to go to chiropractic, get fixed up. I get hunched back every now and then. So I got I to, gotta, like, sit up. You know what I'm saying? But that's just the DJ life. We hunch back. We're all looking for music. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're you know, we're walking. We're doing everything. There's a constant movement in your life. You let her push. So, uh, ain't no telling, man. Ain't no telling. But for the haters, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still going, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't think I got haters. Uh, I 
think there's people out there that wish bad upon me. You know what I'm saying? I don't really care. You know, God got me at the end of the day. There's nothing that an evil person can try to do to break me down. You know what I'm saying? Because I am my own enemy. I am my own, uh, uh, how do you say it? It's like I'm, I'm my own uh, uh, bad person to my good person. You know what I'm saying? That's the most simple way to put it. The worst enemy in life, again, I will say this, is your mind. If you don't know how to train your mind to think different or better, it's because you're doing bad for yourself. That's just it. Exactly. That's your own. That's your own depression. Your own inside. You know what I'm saying? You're building your own shit. You know, and it's up to you to stay above water to keep. You know, keep floating. Yeah. You let some holes in. You know what I'm saying? You wreck. Put some tape on it. And fix that thing. Wood it up. Do what you gotta do and stay floating. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's you against yourself. Yeah. That's why Tupac says it's me against the world. You know what I'm saying? It's just a something I look at. You know what I'm saying? It's, I salute everybody that's going through something right now because I know how it is and stuff. So, uh, would you rather wear Nikes, Adidas, or Jordans uh, for sneakers? Man, dude. Nike is Jordan, so I would say Nike. Nike? Okay. Yeah. Uh, would you rather Would you rather be a business owner or would you rather be an investor? Business owner first and then an investor. I don't know if that's... Nah, kind I of, choose one. I gotta choose? Yeah. A business owner, because you're already invested in that business. All right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's two and one, so I think I won that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, it's not really like a right or a wrong answer. It's okay, just cool. like trying to get to know you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would you rather wear vintage clothes or designer clothes? Vintage, man. Vintage can never go old. You know what I'm saying? Just be honest. You can but it's vintage, right? It's already yeah, but I mean, <laughs> man, it's, it's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Give me an all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, would you rather, um, I think you know that. Would you rather eat tacos or hamburgers? Burgers. Woo! Tacos. Taquitos. Darina, por favor. Would you rather DJ at a club or a bar? I would say bar. Why? open formats more like uh, now clubs are open format now all around you know what I'm saying but if you really want to like hit like spin stuff that you really can't spin everywhere else the bar you can do a lot more I got you lounge bar same thing you know um crypto or US dollar crypto I think you explained some of the uh would you rather own a Clonex or yours man can we skip this one? <laughs> <laughs> I would just say whatever, bro. I'll get uh, yours. Okay. Yeah. Um, but dang, bro, you had to bring in the clothes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, I think that's it. Where do you, where do you see yourself in five or ten years? Let's do five. Five years. Five ten years. is kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's like for you. I really haven't looked into that, man. But be, be honest, man. I, I want to... Uh, five... Same, in about five years, I want to I want to be in the next level of my DJ career. You know where hey you you don't know what's coming next, but you know it's gonna be something good. You know what I'm saying? Like like hey I get a call from Vegas. Hey I get a call from Cali. Hey I get a call from you know I'm already doing it, but not as big. You know what I'm saying? I say hey bro come DJ at you know Vegas biggest club or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. But that's her. Okay, so let's go to the the IG questions. Let's just add. Like a couple of men. Okay. Uh, what, what is your favorite events to DJ at? How many? Your, your top five favorite. My top five? 
I would say we have to start, and this is a, an event I can't perform no more because my boy's not here, but the guy that opened to the DJ game for me in the car show game was uh, uh, Show Off, my boy Pickle. Kyle, man, you rest in peace, man. He's the, open, he's the guy that opened up my doors to Texas Hold'em with the team of the team. And that's my next favorite show. Uh, definitely ATL, uh, Atlanta Truck Invasion. Uh, that's what, three? Um, another one, uh, The Valley with On The Gas. That's a big show. And then, of course, their show here in, in Houston. That's uh, HPT Shootout. I did one of the biggest shows that they've had. I only did it once, but I mean, it's one of my memorable, real yeah. memorable ones. Uh, I got a lot more other shows I can say, man, but you said top five, uh, but that's pretty much them. What, uh, what, what keeps you going towards your goals and, uh, yeah, what keeps you going to your goals? My family, man, if it ain't because of them, like, if I would never straighten out my life the way I was compared to now, you know, responsibilities, man, you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do for your family. At the end of the day, you have to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if for my family, you know, like they say, nobody can tell you anything in life. As long as you're paying your own bills, taking care of your own family, exactly doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, somebody said that you like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people don't know, man. Uh, for those that are watching and wondering what that is, I went on Scarface's uh, YouTube channel on his blogs, and uh, uh, I don't know why, man. He asked me a question, and I said I like turtles like five, six times. He's like, Yeah, wait, yeah, for real, that's right. <laughs> I said, yeah, I like turtles, and then I had to answer the question, but for those that don't know what it is, it's a little kid that is dressed like a zombie, and it says, I like turtles, it's everywhere, look it up online, put, I like, I like turtles, kid, and that's where I got it from. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this one just said, how long has he had his yeast? <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy from Hito TV, man, he wanted some love, bro, asshole. Uh, <laughs> he's another blogger, too, uh, he's... he's Funny man, he's always on the tweet this time about Ijole, man. And he goes around asking famous YouTubers, DJs, hey man, uh, what's up man? Uh, my mom wants to know something about you. She's like your favorite, like your most, your number one fan. Yeah. All right, what's up, bro? What's up? My mom wants to know how long have you had your East Temptation for? And it's just like a joke just going around to everybody. <laughs> going. To that fool there, he's he's hilarious, man. Make sure y'all follow Jorito.tv. Shout out to Jorito, man. What's up, man? But yeah, yeah, he's funny, hilarious. And y'all check out his blogs, he's funny, man. But yeah, look for him on YouTube, he's hilarious, man. Nice. Well, um, thank you for coming to the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate you, brother. It's a blessing to be here. Thank you for man. your time. Yeah, for sure, man. Time it's, is, time is a, a virtue for everybody, yeah. man. It's, it's definitely a, a, a good thing. <laughs> it's definitely the biggest asset in life. In life so. Yeah, man. Thank you yeah, for having yeah. me on here, man. It's, it's definitely it. a blessing for, for me to be here for you and you to invite me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Go Hard Podcast. Make sure you go to Go Hard Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe. Instagram, Go Hard Podcast. Um, we're on Spotify and iTunes. And after you do that, make sure you check out DJ Paul. He's on Instagram. Do you have Facebook? Uh, yeah, it should be D.J. and then Space Paul. Okay. And, and then you. check him out if you need any... Um, DM him for book. Do you DM for booking? Yeah, yeah, you do that. Email me at uh, DJ Paul HTX number one. So DJ Paul HTX one at gmail.com. You can DM me at Instagram at DJ Paul HTX. 
Uh, you can call me at 713-878-8805. The phone number two. You know what I'm saying? Straight, direct. No manager, no nothing no more. Like, this is straight DJ Paul. Call me, I'm going to answer. If I don't answer you, it's because I might be taking a dump or taking a shot. <laughs> That's just it. Thank you.